Hey everyone, welcome back with me, Valerie Williams, Dimensional Talent Streams, seen and heard every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on TW3radio.com. Welcome back to another session with me here. I want to thank you to all my listening audience and all my viewers on all of my other social media platforms. Today, we want to dive into overcoming objections in business and understanding the subconscious objection. So let's dive in like we always do and let's get started. So what's behind the objection? You know, words used to give in and out, words that sound good, understanding the psychology behind what someone is really saying. You know, when they're giving whatever reason it is for um, not wanting to follow through with whatever product or service that you may be promoting, we really have to look at what they're really saying. What is behind truly why they are not taking advantage of your product or service? And there are many reasons behind that. You know, being unable to articulate their objection understanding the mechanics of how, you know, your business actually works. And they may not be understanding how your business, how your service can truly benefit them and why and the true value of the service that you're trying to provide to them. So I like to say, what really is the issue behind the objections that we hear? And there are several reasons why. It could be timing. It could be the skill set of the individual. There could be mindset um, things that need to be dealt with. Um, maybe the opportunity really is not a good fit for your prospect. There could be an issue with your prospect believing lies and tapping into what really is holding them back. You know, there really are three major objections, credibility, accountability, and viability. I'm going to say that again. There are three major objections, credibility, accountability, and viability. So let's um, look at this a little bit more in depth. You know, this next screen, I've kind of titled it Lies, Lies, and More Lies. Why? Um, are we believing in a lie? And the number one reason of why one does not come into freedom, even though he or she is going to desire freedom, is really believing a lie, which is one of um, the areas where there, why a client is objecting to your service or your product. Now, the three lies that one believes, I want to take a look at that closely. And it it's you know, when someone says it is what it is, or there's nothing that I can do to change the situation, or I don't have any control, um, and believing that success is for a chosen few, that it is for a, an elite or, um, you know, a certain people group, that there is some type of secret um, as to why uh, folks are able to come into the success that they are having. These are real, true um, lies that one believes. 
you know, one of the mantras of the platform that my business is built on, which is the TW3 platform. And one of those mantras of the TW3 platform is to discover, to develop, and to monetize. And when we, what does that truly mean? Discover means you know, discovering what our hidden passions are, what we're truly passionate about, what we're excited about, what, you know, if you listen to your conversation, what is that soapbox that you are always standing on? Uh, That soapbox is that area that you're passionate about. And if we dive deeper into our passions, we can really have some fresh new levels of discovery of our passions. When we can take that passion and develop it and begin to monetize it, we are developing it. You know, we are becoming um, an expert uh, in that particular area of that passion that we are so uh, gravitated to and so full of desire with. And again, the monetization, learning how to monetize our our passion, going beyond our skill sets and, and, and what we love to do, but what we're truly passionate about truly is the discovering, the developing, and the monetizing. So what are the lies that holds our clients back? What are the lies that can possibly even hold us back as business owners, as online marketers, entrepreneurs, even one seeking a business opportunity, or if you're in that typical nine to five job or whatever walk of life that you are in, what are the lies that can hold us back and that will affect how we do business? Because it really does start with us first. Um, So being able to tap into that and understanding that will help us as we're dealing with our prospects and clients every day to know what is actually holding our clients back as well. So every time I sit down to meditate on what I want to speak about and review, uh, you know, sources, books that I may be reading, articles that I may be reading, I always get a confirmation as to what I need to bring for my content by seeing the subject matter at least two or three times. And that gives me a clue that I'm right on track and this is what I need to present. So as we continue to look at the lies and things that hold us back, I wanna share an article from Robert Kiyosaki. Um, we We all know who Robert Kiyosaki is, the author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I've mentioned him in past uh, teachings that I have done, trainings that I have done. If you follow me on my YouTube channel, Dimensional Talent Streams, you have heard me reference Robert Kiyosaki um, before as he has won, has been one that um, has confirmed uh, how I need to be teaching and the content in which I need to be presenting to my audience and to my viewers. So I have another article that I want to share with you that confirms my topic of of training and teaching today. And again, I've mentioned Robert Kiyosaki. He has a newsletter called Rich Life Daily. And this particular article I wanna share with you is from his July 1st uh, newsletter titled, What's Holding You Back? So as I share this, you know, about this in terms of you personally, And how, again, this is going to relate to you daily, your daily interactions with your prospects, your clients, how you're doing business, 
look at it for yourself personally as to what's holding you back. And also look at your clients. You know, you know, when you go back to your perspective sphere of influence tomorrow, go, I'd like you to go back with fresh insight, fresh revelation as to this very uh, teaching today and what could hold you back, number one, and what can hold back your potential client from um, in your business interactions and with how you're doing business. Don't hold me back. Lastly, I want you to think of in terms of your prospects and clients and what they're saying to you. Really listen to what they're saying and remember what it, what's behind what they're really saying. When you're not getting the desired results from your prospects, when you're recruiting, you're promoting your services and your products, really uh, look and take your time and listen to what your client is saying so that you can begin to discern what they're not saying. They're saying something, but what are they really not saying? What's really behind truly what they're saying? Because there's a psychology behind it. We talked about those three ob objections, you know, the, the credibility, the, the accountability, um, and the affordability um, are three top uh, reasons for objections. So here, I, you know, I have Rich Dad, Poor Dad here. Again, we are all familiar with him. And I want to next take a look at how you and I are our beliefs. You and I are our beliefs. So let me share this article that Robert Kiyosaki says, where he quotes the same thing and says, you are your beliefs. So the question for you is, which beliefs are you holding back from achieving your goals? And what are you going to do about it? Most of the time, we don't even realize we have these bad beliefs that are preventing us from living the life we want. They're so ingrained in our minds, our hearts, and our souls that we aren't even aware of how detrimental they are. So why is this so problematic? Because a lot of these beliefs tie back to our careers, our finances, our actual independence, and they prevent us from making positive changes in our lives, changes that could improve our very future. So time and time again, people share their limiting beliefs. Now, I, I have shared on limiting beliefs and what ties into that, the mechanics behind it, and I identify in some of my past videos on my YouTube channel as to what some of these limiting beliefs are. So for the sake of time and what I really want to focus on, I'm not going to dive into exactly what those limiting beliefs are, but know that limiting beliefs are a great part of why it's so problematic. And, you know, Robert Kiyosaki says people share their limiting beliefs every day with us. And if we could tap into what these limiting beliefs are when people are talking to us and use that as an opportunity to turn them around based on these limiting beliefs that they're articulating to us can be so game changer. But these limiting beliefs, um, why haven't we started taking action on these goals? You know, so time and time again, people share these limiting beliefs. And when, when you ask them why they haven't started taking action on their goals, we hear the need to count on something. There needs to be a sure thing, something that's stable, 
that they can count on. And an example of this is a steady job with a paycheck that they can count on. Perfect example is, you know, that nine to fiver person who is used to that check that comes in every week or two weeks and they hear about an entrepreneurial opportunity or a work from home opportunity or an opportunity that is mainly commission based. Um, so that paradigm can really rock their world because they have to shift their mindset from actually having to count on that paycheck to a different structure altogether. So the reality check is what job is really secure? If you're an employee here, Robert Kirasaki mentions it, if you're an employee, you're working for someone else who sets your hours, controls the purse strings on raises, decides where you've earned a promotion, determined how much time off you can receive, and they can fire you at any time. Now the story continues. Robert Kiriyasaki goes on to say, there's nothing truly steady about being at the mercy of a corporation. If the businesses fold or they go through a round of layoffs or they fire, there, there goes the steady paycheck that you thought you could rely on. So then what are you gonna do? So he, Robert Kiriyasaki says he's not saying entrepreneurship is the answer for everyone because it really is not. But what you are doing today to ensure cash will still flow into your bank account should your job go away tomorrow. If your job goes away tomorrow, how is that cash flow into your bank account? The second thing is understanding. You know, you'll hear, I don't under, they may not even tell you that they don't understand, but you, when they begin to make statements or repeat something back, you can kind of sense that they are really not understanding what is being articulated based on what you have shared or said. An example of this could be finances and numbers. Too many people have been brainwashed into thinking they're not good enough with numbers. And the problem is that money is actually a life skill. You know, you think about everything that is going on with digital currency right now and the intimidation behind learning about cryptocurrency and how our currency is going to move digital and just the intimidation with learning about it, the possible learning how to trade and sell uh, digital currency, because that is, again, finances, numbers, there's a lot of risk involved and some other factors. But that's another example of not understanding, being intimidated with finance and numbers. And money and finance are all about numbers. They tell us how well we're managing our household, running our business or our career, investing our money. If you intend to be financially fit and achieve financial independence, then you've got to become very comfortable with numbers. And we can see this where we're being forced to learn digital currency. Being overwhelmed by the process. Now, there's no reason to feel stressed or overwhelmed by the process. The more exposure that we have, for example, to learning, learning numbers, again, I give the example of cryptocurrency, because uh, that is what we are dealing with today, the more comfortable we'll become finding and using them. All you need is addition, subtraction, multiplication, and division. Now think of how much numbers and finance you're involved in every single day from renewing your driver's license to grocery shopping, to balancing your checkbook, 
uh, your date of birth, you know, entering in, maybe if you're working a nine to five, entering in your hours daily, weekly, um, and even just looking at your check stub to see if it's correct, if you happen to be working hourly or salary. So don't subscribe. Don't subscribe. You know, the third point that Robert Kiyosaki says with, in what's holding you back is people say they don't have the money. And the example of this is I'm not ready to start investing. I mentioned crypto. Most people who have been unsuccessful in business started with no money. For every business Robert Kiyosaki started with his wife, Kim, they had no money. So there's the idea that you must have a lot of money to build a business or you must have a lot of money to invest. And this is where we are not subscribing to that. Totally untrue. This is where we are not going to believe that lie. Steve Jobs. I want to give an example of Steve Jobs. We, we are all familiar with Steve Jobs, co-founder of Apple. He's an American business magnet, industrial designer, investor, media proprietor, and he's the chairman and executive officer and co-founder of Apple, Steve Jobs. So let's talk a little bit about Steve Jobs for a second, just to give more of an example. Now, Borders Bookstore started in a garage. Steve Jobs started Apple in a garage. Neither of these companies was highly financed. Kim, Robert Kiyosaki, Kim's first investment was a little two-bedroom, two-bath house in Portland, Oregon. Kim, um, Kim. Uh, Kim uh, Robert Kiyosaki's wife. She needed a 5,000 down payment and didn't have it, but she found a way to get it. This is key. She found a way to get it. The one thing that Robert Kiyosaki says about investing, especially real estate investing, is to find the investment first because then it's a tangible thing. So whether it's a real estate investment, whether it's a business investment, and when I say business investment, a business opportunity where you get the opportunity to have your own business, no matter what scale or you know, level of that uh, business, whatever the investment is, begin with the tangible thing first. But I love how he mentions that his wife, Kim, when she uh, had that two-bedroom, two-bath house in Portland, she needed five, a $5,000 payment. She didn't have it, but she found a way to get it. Now, how many of us really wanted to get involved in something and it was monetary and we didn't have the money for it, but we found a way to get it? And so it leads me to my, our next, my, next, my next question here. What's all the talk about? Otherwise, it's just talk. Once you find the investment, it becomes real to you. So you got to make it tangible first, and then you have to find that investment, find it so that it can make it tangible, and then it becomes real to you. Then you can figure out how to find the money. So let me repeat. So you have to make the investment tangible. So you have to find the investment, and when you find that investment, then it becomes real to you, and you can take the next step to figure out how to find the money. Now, Damon John, he's known, if we've all heard of Shark Tank, Damon John is, is known for being on Shark Tank. And he's also known as a designer who, who founded the designer clothing line called FUBU, F-U-B-U, which stands for For Us, By Us. 
Now, Damon John, he started FUBU in his mother's house in Hollis, Queens, New York. And when John first had the idea for a clothing company for young men, his mother taught him how to sew and supported him by allowing her house to be taken over to grow his business. Now, wool ski hats with their top tiered off with fitching lines were popular. Wool ski hats with their tops tied off with fishing lines were popular. <laughs> and so John noticed them because being sold for $20, which he considered to be overpriced. So he went home and sewed around 90 hats with his next door neighbor. They sold their homemade hats for $10 each on the corner of Jamaica Avenue and made $800 in a single day back in 1992. And after the hats, they began selling screen printed t-shirts. To break into the market, they sold on consignment and at large events around the Northeast. And to make ends meet, Damon John held a full-time job at Red Lobster working on his FUBU business in between shifts. I really want you to hear this work ethic. Um, and so sensing potential, Damon John and his mother mortgaged their house for $100,000 to generate startup capital. In addition, he recruited longtime friends, Jay Alexander Martin, Keith Perrin into the business and began sewing the FUBU logo on hockey jerseys, sweatshirts, and t-shirts. They loaned about 10 of the hockey jerseys out to rappers for their music videos for two years and got product placements in about 30 videos. You see light hitting me on my face for those who are, are watching me. It's the sun coming through my window. But the clothing brand, I wanna get back to that with Damon John. Now, they were perceived as a large clothing brand, despite being a relatively small company and stores started requesting their brand. In 1993, he convinced LL Cool J, an old neighborhood friend to wear FUBU t-shirts for a promotional campaign. And later while filming a 30 second advertisement spot for The Gap, LL Cool J wore a FUBU hat in the commercial and incorporated the line for us by us in his wrapping. So $300,000 in order. So in 1992 or 1994, John, Damon John received $300,000 in orders and an offer for participating in Macy's at a Las Vegas fashion trade show called Magic. And they had to take out a second mortgage of his mother's house in order to fulfill the orders. But after being turned down, turned down by 27 banks for a loan. His mother used the last of their money to take out an advertisement in the New York Times. And as a result of the ad, FUBU made a deal with Sansom Textiles, allowing them to complete their orders. So if you noticed, Damon John hit some barriers, but he didn't stop. 27 times he was denied for a bank loan. But he did not stop and neither did the person who believed in him, which was his mother. And so let's continue on. So FUBU. So FUBU today has earned over $6 billion in global sales. FUBU is featured at the Smithsonian National Museum of American History and Culture. And with all these accomplishments and so much more, through published books, a philanthropist, 
organizations he's founded, Damon John is dyslexic. In April 2017, John, Damon John was diagnosed with stage two thyroid cancer, but John successfully underwent surgery to remove what we called a, he called a cancerous nodule, fiber, a fibroid cancerous nodule. So if you notice there, the adversities that he faced, but he kept on, he kept on moving on and having someone that believed in him also who didn't give up and also supported him and continued to assist in his passion and his dream. And with all of that said and done, Damon John had dyslexia. He just recently battled thyroid cancer and came through all of that. So the wealthy and the successful, the wealthy and the successful took, take it upon themselves to create the life, the life that they want. They're self-made. They take responsibility in themselves and they build their life in their business. Did you know about 1,700 people in America are becoming millionaires every single day? So alignment, being around the right people, establishing boundaries that, with those that are not taking you or pushing you to that next level of success is very key. So this believing a lie that, 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 that uh, we don't have control over the circumstance, you know, the situations are the way that they are, you know, success and wealth is for a chosen few or there's some hidden secret are definitely lies that we cannot buy into. We've seen the adversity with Robert Kiyosaki and, you know, the example of Robert Kiyosaki his wife, Kim, who wanted to buy her first investment property. We've seen Steve Jobs. We've seen Damon Johns and some of the adversities. And, and with the whole thing of not having enough money, which is a common lie that we believe in, that we don't have enough money to start to go into our own business or to you know, invest in something. And again, we had three perfect examples of folks who didn't have money and yet and still, they are successful today. So betting on success or betting on you. Don't bet on your success. It's up to you to make it happen. Work as if your life depends on it. Now, I want to share a book, um, How to Drop Everything That's Holding You Back. It's by John Perkis, John Perkis, P-U-R-K-I-S-S, who has a book out called The Power of Letting Go, How to Drop Everything That's Holding You Back. Now, again, I said in the beginning of this um, session, I said, I want you to think about first you because everything starts with us and really think about what's holding you back, you know, personally, but for the sake of this business-wise and as you reflect on that, really sit with that for a while, then take it a step further to see what you're going to do to change that. And then go a step further and think about some of the clients that you've had, some of the prospects that you've had, and those conversations that you have with prospects and clients and what they reveal to you with their limiting beliefs, the lies that they have believed, and what they've shared with you 
as to what was holding them back from taking advantage of your service or your product. Because every day, people are sharing things with us. They're sharing their limiting beliefs. They're sharing what's holding us back. And those are opportunities. So the power to let go. When you let go, your life, when you let go, you live intuitively. Everything flows because you're no longer attached to things being a certain way, to being a certain person or always being right. So what a relief that is. The irony is that when you feel stuck in any area of life, career, relationships, your purpose, health, or money, letting go can seem very hard. You cling on for dear life just at the moment that you need to take a leap. You cling on for dear life just at the moment that you need to take a leap. So let that be a little red flag that when we start clinging, that that's our clue that we really need to let go. So why should we let go? Well, in the book that I'm sharing, In the Power of Letting Go by Jeremy Perkis, he explains why we should let go and how we can actually do it and using proven techniques to make things happen. And he gives the stages of letting go to be present and to enjoy each moment, to let go of the thoughts that keep us stuck, to let go of the pain that might run through a life, to surrender and tune into something far more intelligent than our own brains. Now, let's get back to neutralizing these objections in business. Now, I had talked and shared earlier about how the three objections are credibility, affordability, and buyability. So let's take a look at each one of those individually. First one, credibility. Now, to make to kind of really make it drive a little bit more home and to you know give more credence to this, um, I'm going to talk about the TW3 platform, the Terry Wilson 3 platform um, that I use uh, for my business. And the credibility of the TW3 platform, it's named after the founder and owner, Terry Wilson who's put his name and reputation on the line. So he has created this business solutions platform uh, where he's named it after himself, TW3, for Terry Wilson 3. And the story behind TW3 and how it came into existence is another, is giving more credibility. Everyone loves a good story of overcoming adversity and coming into success because it's relatable, it's, it's inspiring, it's, it's motivational, it, it, um, it, it jumpstarts us, it gives us hope, um, it gives us so much. The years that TW3 has been in business, it's A plus rating with the Better, uh, Better Business Bureau when uh, TW3 is not a member, even a member of the Better Business Bureau. You know, the credibility that the TW3 platform has on Trustpilot, the success stories and the testimonies of its actual members, the credentials of some of the TW3 members that serve from different various industries, such as the real estate, the insurance industry, the car dealership industry, the, the health industry, you know, so all of that, the education and the experience collectively of the TW3 members also adds to the credibility and shows how vast this platform is 
across industries, making it more marketable and for anyone to use. They just have to plug it in and figure out how they want to use it. Now, when we talk about the affordability, the second piece, it's the amount of negative reviews about TW3 within the, the tenure of 13 years of the TW3 platform. There maybe have been only two or three complaints uh, through the Better Business Bureau or the Trust Pilot, which is huge. The affordability, uh, would you like to be in a position where you can invest in yourself? The TW3 platform affords you that investment where you can invest in yourself, not only one time, but daily, and use the platform to invest not only in yourself, but into other people that you're coming in contact with to grow your business and your service. Building your dream and not someone else's. The TW3 affords you of being able to build your dream and not someone else's. The simplicity of the platform as to providing, you know, it's provided your own back office, all the tools, it's a toolbox, it's a one-stop shop, business in a box for those who are looking for an opportunity to make their own. The most expensive thing you'll ever pay for is wrong advice. Let me say that again. The most expensive thing you'll pay for is wrong advice. And with the TW3 platform, it, you know, it's founded upon a, a coach, a, a, a gentleman who has been in the business industry for years, 25 some odd years in the insurance business. It has been a coach, a pastor. Um, making this affordable so that you can't afford not to become a member. The TW3 platform does that, makes it affordable because there are different ways that um, we work with potential clients and members to make it affordable for them to not miss out on an opportunity of fulfilling their dreams and to finally get them to stop building someone else's dream. Now, bringing up the objections, overcoming those fears, bringing up the objection before the prospect does provides the solution. Can you afford what the investment will afford you? Now, part of the whole affordability is a new program that we have called the TW3 Easy Pay Program, where there's nothing down, you pay $89, and then it's either nothing down or you can put down $89, and then after the 90 days, you make additional payments, and they're spread out over a 60 month period. So there's instant approval, a simple application, and your credit rating only needs to at least be 500 or better. The other option that is available is PayPal. You know, PayPal also offers um, a, a um, credit agreement where you can make uh, installments uh, through PayPal. But to be able to come on board an opportunity where you can put down as little as $89. And in some instances, you don't have to pay anything. You can start as an affiliate um, and promote the opportunity or come in and pay $89 down. And after that 90 days, you make additional payments spread out over 60 months. So that's an example of the affordability. It's also an example of 
if you really want to take advantage of the opportunity and you say you can't afford it, this is an example of making it affordable, but finding the money when you really believe in that particular service or product. The buyability I want to talk about now is the continued training and the coaching. There's masterminds. We There's a TW3 radio station that's every Monday that you can come on to live and hear motivational, inspirational um, um, teachings and, and trainings. There's a back office that I mentioned that's included for more ongoing training and tech assistance and to have the tools that you need. And the TW3 platform, as I mentioned, is a business in a box. The two pillars are lead generation of the TW3 platform and generating multiple income streams. All of the TW3 off offerings, like I said, the lead generation, multiple income streams, there's what we call a um, customer relations manager, funnel system, and so much more. All lending to the buyability. Now, you can use the TW3 platform, as I mentioned, as a business opportunity. You can use it with an existing business. There's no limit to the industry. Um, if you're already in an industry in a business opportunity, there's no limit. You take the platform and you plug it into your business and use those tools within the platform for your business. So it's, it's a business in a toolbox. So one-stop shopping mall, and you learn how to develop, discover, and monetize. And I shared in depth earlier about that, developing, discovering, and monetizing. And it's taking your business, your life, and your finances to a whole new level. So in closing, if you're an existing business owner or you're seeking a business opportunity, think of all that you would like to accomplish. Business owners, entrepreneurs, online marketers, think of what you want to accomplish in your business. It's now July and we're in the beginning of the third quarter. So what are some things that you would like to accomplish in your business before the year 2021 is over? What steps can you take to fulfill these goals, your visions, your dreams? And if you keep doing the same thing you're doing, you're going to reap the same results. So I want to give a call to action. I want you to reach out to me you know, I am in the business and financial, financial consultant space. And let's talk further on your visions, your goals, your dreams, some adversities that you're having within your business that you truly want to overcome. Because those are the things that are holding you back. Remember that it all starts with us. So what's going on with you is affecting your business, the way you do business, and it affects your clients, your customers, and ultimately your revenue and sales. I want you again to revisit you as the business owner again, uh, the one seeking a, a, a uh, opportunity, the entrepreneur, the online marketer. Are you believing a lie? It, again, it starts with us. Think about your prospects and in your conversations with them. What lies are they believing that you can combat? Do you have a personal internal objection? Does your clients have internal objections? And how are you handling them? So I want you to contact me, ValerieW.TerryWilson3.net slash content. Again, I'm going to leave my contact information, ValerieW.TerryWilson3.net dash contact. Reach out to me. 
and let's talk about how to overcome what's holding you back, holding, hold, you know, how to overcome what's holding some of your clients back from you really going to that next level in your life, in your business, and in your finances. I want to thank you for joining me today. Again, my name is Valerie Williams of Dimensional Talent Streams. Thank you for joining me today. Until next week, I'll see you.